Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Uncensored Life with the Saunders. I'm your boy Chase. And I'm Nicole. And it's your favorite uncensored couple. <laughs> oh my God. I was a little late, but. A little delay reaction. Yeah. <laughs> so we're back with another episode of. Uh, Entertainment topics, news topics, life topics, life topics. So, what you wanted me to tell the people was about the wonderful night I had Saturday. Yeah. So let's start the show off with my wife's uh, concert experience. Uh, my birthday gift. That's no, not birthday gift. My Christmas gift was a ticket to go see her other favorite men besides myself and her father. And uh, she almost didn't make it, but she made it. I wouldn't say I almost didn't make it. I, was I would gonna, say that. I was going to see NE. I'm definite. So, you know, if you know, you know, I'm an NE for lifer. Um, I was going to see them. Now, I might admit, I did miss Joe to see. I heard them. They sounded amazing. I was very nervous about that, especially with the promo videos that I saw. I feel like you're taking my, you might not make it the wrong way. Like, you might not have made it because of the way you was looking. Oh, my God. You was about to keep your ass in the house. I was going to make it, okay? Because <laughs> I'm an indie for life, okay? And, um, well, you know, they're constantly touring in some degree because they are the only group where you get seven acts because we have you know new edition we have bbd we have bobby brown solo career johnny gill solo career we have ralph tresvant's solo career then bobby johnny and ralph did heads of state and um I feel like there's another combination, but that's that's the seven um, that I could think of off the top of my head. But, um, well, you said new edition. Mm-hmm. Then the mothership. Johnny Gill's new edition also. I don't count Bobby, that as new a edition, separate new edition. edition, not at this point. But, like, so my point was that, you know, in some capacity, they're always on tour. And they always come together to do an all-six-member tour pretty much every five years. Like, this will be 35 years of New Edition. Um, Sometimes they don't make it to the end of the tour dates with all six members. But... um, you know, that's neither here nor there, but um, they they consistently are always on tour, and anytime that they hit Chicago, I attempt to be in the building. Like, um, it, I told you, Poison's not even my song, but there's not, like, and I've been to see many people perform from, you know, Prince, Beyonce, TLC, there is nothing like the roar of the crowd when Poison comes on. Like, there's, like, 
the roar, the energy, the singing at the top of the lungs, nothing I've ever seen performed is to the level of when Poison is played. So, um, Uncle Charlie was there. This is a 30-city tour um, that they are about halfway through because they've been, the tour started mid-February. Um, and the promoters are Black uh, Promoter Collective is the name of the promoter company. So it's New Edition, Jodeci, and Uncle Charlie. Um, Jodeci started the show. Like I said, I missed them. They sounded amazing. Um, I just didn't get to, to see what it looked like. Uh, KC did come out with Uncle Charlie because apparently... Um, him, Uncle Charlie, and Johnny Gill have a song that dropped on Friday that I need to go find. Um, Uncle Charlie was out uh, with his two knee replacements and his back replacement. Hmm. He just had his second knee replacement. So the doctor told him he shouldn't even be on tour, but he was getting it. He had um, his jacket lit up. Like, he had this metallic glittery jacket, of course, because it's Uncle Charlie, but like it reversed and the other side like actually lit up like it had LED lights and him and his dancers, they turned off all the lights in the place and you could just see their hats and the jackets. I say he probably had a seat and had somebody else do these. <laughs> probably. That's why he turned off the lights. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Uncle Charlie is apparently an entertainer and a comedian at the same time because, you know, he did his song, um, you know, his R. Kelly collab, his Charlie Wilson song, and he asked all the guys to stand up if they was in there, you know, with a fine woman, and then he told them to whisper their name in her ear, because right now they don't know your name, they only know that they hit with Charlie Wilson, and so he was like, you know, just change the words to the song from Charlie Wilson to Charlie Johnson, whatever your name is, so threw in a little comedy routine uh, in his mm -hmm. act. Yeah, I'm going to put you next <laughs> So, Jodeci's set was only 30 minutes, which is why I missed them, because it was hectic getting in. Like, I was drenched. I was soaked. Um, like, no addition tested. Can you stand the rain to its full capacity Saturday night? Um, so, by the time I got in, Jodeci was um, singing get on up and getting on off the stage hmm. uncle charlie gave us a nice almost 90 minute set um so new edition the concert started at eight new edition didn't hit the stage until after 10 and so we were there and um well uncle charlie took us to church for a second um talking about his road to recovering his 26 years of sobriety um, but Johnny Gill took us to church like nobody else could since they had us there until Sunday morning. Uh, mm -hmm. so, Literally. So it was a good time as it always is with New Edition. So I really enjoyed myself. And if you get a chance, because like I said, they're about halfway through the tour. They had just did their hometown of Boston the night before. And two nights before that, they were in New York. So if you get a chance to see them, because um, I know they have to go to Texas and 
some other places because it's a 30 city tour and they about uh 15 cities in get your tickets um although um the cities they have touched so far have been sold out arenas like we were packed price ain't adding no dates but And they, um, like I said, I've been to a new edition show before several times. Um, even when they were at the Taste of Chicago, I made it my business to stand out on the line to see them and get their key to the city and all of that new edition day stuff. Um, they have now added like a clip from their movie to the show, which I think is great because it makes everybody want to go home and watch the movie because that's what I was hearing from the crowd that everybody just wanted to go home and rewatch the movie and I myself wanted to do the same thing if it wasn't 1 30 in the morning hmm. <laughs> they're going to be at a Essence Festival yes with Janet Jackson Um, I've always wanted to go to Essence Festival and they've done Essence Festival before but this um this lineup this year is going to be crazy because like I said Janet will be there New Edition will be there Kevin Hart will be there um, so it's time to people are actually starting have already started in February pretty much to plan for Essence Festival and start to put their money down on their packages and make those arrangements to get tickets um, for the for all of the performances and the different stages and stuff. So if you haven't done that, you need to go ahead and start. Go on down to New Orleans. That, that was your accent. I guess not. <laughs> That's cute. That was nice. Um... Whatever. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's been in the news um, for a minute. Um, Cardi B in this lawsuit against the blogger Tasha K. Um, she won the lawsuit. Uh, I believe Tasha K has to pay her like $2.6 million. So, um, yeah. And I know she ain't got no 2.6. Well, that's what she going around telling everybody. She, she don't have it. She don't have she it. She ain't even got the point six. She don't have it. She said she ain't, she ain't got it. But the crazy thing is, is that you don't, you don't have it, but you won't stop talking about Cardi. I wouldn't say any words with C anymore after this lawsuit. But she's still going out there. She's still um, talking her stuff. And Cardi said, think it's a game, but I'm coming for everything. That's what she said. I mean, I don't think it's no nothing else to come for. <laughs> what's half or nothing? <laughs> so, I mean, I think you got it all, Cardi. Like, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I wouldn't say nothing about you. I, like I said, I wouldn't say no words with C's. I'd be like, um, Cardi ain't about dude to get on it. insecure, bear bears, like no more C words. Cardi ain't about to get nothing out of her. She gonna have to do, if she want that girl to shut the hell up, she gonna have to do what? Her lyrics said she got to put burners to bundles because <laughs> half of nothing is nothing. So you can sue all you want, Cardi. You can win all you want, but she ain't got nothing to give you. 
but that's crazy though. Like, I just think, I mean, I think that was a good win. Yeah. For like entertainers, entertainers mm-hmm. because I mean, some of these bloggers do be taking shit overboard. Right. Like, if it's one thing, if you you reporting like gossip and news and all that shit, but when you getting personal like that, especially right. on unconfirmed uh gossip accusing her of having std right like like saying crazy things about people's kids like so i'm all for it i'm glad that somebody finally did it um and like you said it's a it's a win for the entertainers because i think i've had this conversation with you before but like you know growing up well first of all growing up entertainment news and regular news was separate you had entertainment tonight Mm -hmm. and then you had the regular news um and the lines were not blurred like you didn't hear about cardi on uh the five o'clock news like that wasn't the case and journalists were responsible they you know cited their sources they made sure their sources were reputable like they went through this whole little checklist chain of command whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. before they went out with a story and like now and like the national Enquirer was what <laughs> these journalists and bloggers are today like nobody listened to anything on the national Enquirer because we knew that the sources weren't cited and we knew that they weren't reliable we knew that it was just somebody that got paid x amount of dollars to tell this story or whatever and run with it so we didn't go for it but it's like everything is the national Enquirer now even your, you know five o'clock news like nothing's vetted nothing is like verified or anything people get to say whatever they want however they want to say it and there's going to be somebody that's going to there's going to be not even just somebody there's going to be a group of people that latch on to whatever this information is and run with it like it's gospel mm-hmm. like moses came down from the mountains with it and so i do appreciate the fact that she she won this but it's like cardi uh you got it all so the, but I think that the reason that she's going so hard and even has something to say is because this girl still won't stop talking about her. Like, just stop talking about her. Mm, like, did she shit in your Cheerios? Like, what? What happened? Like, what? Like, she don't even know you personally. So, like, what's the beef? Stop talking about her. Motherfuckers, they got nothing to do. Clearly, because. That's a hefty bill. Because you might not have it now, but that bill ain't going nowhere. That bill is written down on the court of law. So you might not have $2.6 million now to pay her, but you're going to have to pay her. Like, she do you want to be paying Cardi B for the rest of your life? She going to. Like, stop talking about her. She's about to be paying Cardi uh, child support. Right. Every check she make going to go to Cardi. Jesus. It's just, it's too much. Um... Of course, you everybody knows about what's going on between Ukraine and Russia. Um, it's already hitting us, um, you know, because everybody likes to say, mind your own business, stay in your lane, and all this other stuff. But um, 
Well, it already hitting us is kind of our fault um, because Biden put all these sanctions on Russia and we were already having issues with oil and um, gasoline and all that stuff. And so, Gasolina. yeah, so I know we've all felt it in our tanks that this is definitely effects of, of the war right now that's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers, of course, are with everybody in the Ukraine. Um there are mothers in Poland that have been leaving their strollers um, at nearby cafes and stuff because the trains and stuff that are coming out of the Ukraine are going to Poland. So they're leaving them there for the mothers that had to flee and may not have strollers and essential items for their kids. So I think that's dope that, um, you know, sometimes we look at the world today and it's just, it's crazy. And it seems like nobody cares about anybody but themselves and that humanity is gone and people being kind and charitable is gone. And then you have a moment like this where, you know, they thinking of others that give you not much hope, but a little twinkle of hope that there are kind people in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. My husband's looking at me crazy, y'all. But it's okay. It's okay. Uh, cause I don't wanna, I don't wanna, sp- I don't wanna speak on it. I don't, you know, cancel culture still out there. I don't mm-hmm. wanna speak on mm-hmm. it. Yeah, that's not going anywhere. Um, so what is going somewhere is, um, the Wendy Williams show. Wendy Williams has been out for medical reasons for quite some time during the season. They've had everyone come and stand, like everyone come in and stand in for her on her show um, as guest hopes and guest hopes. And now it's ending. Uh, There's no longer a Wendy Williams show, but coming this fall, Sherry Shepard will have her own talk show. Um, she's the one that's been doing the most guest hosting for uh, Wendy Williams. Apparently, Wendy wasn't happy about it. Um, hey, it was your time. You came, you saw, you conquered. Goodbye. Right, right, right. This, you got tired of looking at your ass anyway, or what was left of you. Well, I, I, you know, I, I caught clips and anything that like hit social media, but I was never a Wendy Williams show watcher. Um, so yeah, that's my else had a time. It's Sherry Shepard's time, shy time. Yep. And you know, this is one of her dreams. Even before she was on the View, before she was on Dish Nation, she wanted to have her own talk show. So uh, here's her time starting this fall. Leah have her tablet and her hiding it. Okay, thank you. You know. Um, Chloe's gonna be an investigative reporter. She spills all the tea. She lets us know what's going on with everybody. Um, and we appreciate her for it. So she has to come in and rat out Aaliyah. I'm sure my parents out there, if you have more than one, um, that's just the natural progression of things. Even when I just had Ty. It was always somebody in the cousin bunch also that would <laughs> give the report on what the older ones were doing. So it is what it is. It's the life of a parent. So um, 
and we're uncensored and you know that we have children so you will hear things like this all the time but um like i said wendy williams she had her moment her moment um is now being passed on to Sherry Shepard. So congratulations to her. It's also uh, Women's History Month. There's a lot going on for Women's History Month. Um, today is National Women's Day. So there's a lot going on there. Um, a lot of coverage but the most important thing that happened at the end of Black History Month going into Women's History Month is that Biden, Joe Biden made his recommendation for the Supreme Court. And it is a judge by the name of K- Katanji Brown Jackson. Mm-hmm. Got us a sister on Supreme in the Supreme Court. About time. Shit. Only took us 2022 years. (laughs) So we'll see. She's um she's a Republican. Um I believe she's from Florida. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh so all of this makes me very nervous, but um yeah. Oh my god. And she was recommended by one of the white senators. So uh, we'll see how this all unfolds. Cause yeah, <laughs> I can't stand the state of Florida. I know. I know. Um. So a husband, there was a husband and wife where the husband has been constantly, 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 constantly telling his wife that it's not the best idea, the greatest thing in the world for her to leave their child alone in the car, no matter how quick you think the trip, whatever the situation is going to be, that it's not the best, most wise thing to do to leave the child in the car. And what she do? She left the child in the car. And he came and took the child to teach her a lesson. Oh, Lord. So when she calls him frantic and upset to let him know that the child was gone, he did immediately bring the child back. But he 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 made his point. Hmm. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's a fucked up lesson to learn, like. As a parent, like, come on, man. Like, I will fucking have a heart attack if I came back to the car and the kids wasn't in. Not that I do that, but I just couldn't imagine coming back to the coming back to the car and the kids not there. Like, I would have a heart attack. Like, that's a fucked up lesson to teach somebody. Like, I get his point, but come on, man. Because I get I get it. Like I'm a mom. We have three small. Well, Leah's not that small anymore, but um, we have three kids that are in either a car seat or a booster. So I get it. 
like going somewhere quick that used to take me all of 10 minutes to be in and out takes me 35 minutes just because I have to get, you know, Phoenix out her car seat and, you know, get everybody to hold hands and line up. Like, I, I get it. I do it every single day. It is a lot. And there are sometimes where it's just like, ooh, I wish. But I still, with the amount of carjackings that are going on, with the amount of sex trafficking that's going on i just cannot leave my children in a car for a second so yeah i probably would have had to teach her the lesson too because like if you're not listening to me and we steady having this conversation and you steady telling me about how you went in to get a gallon of milk and you came back out and you know like because I've even seen people do it. I told you, like, you know, when the pandemic first hit, um, the local high school was giving out lunches to, you know, anyone with children. And I would see it all the time where parents would just leave their kids in the car. And, like, not only the fact of carjackers and the craziness and kidnappers and people that actually take children, you just leaving children in the car. They're fascinated by cars this woman in particular that I would see do it, she would leave the car running and like, and her kid loose. Like if he, it wasn't like he was like locked down in his car seat. He's just in the car. He could just go and shift the gear or something. Your car's moving. And now you're trying to figure out why and chasing the car and all this other stuff. It's just not worth it. So I can see why he wanted to, to make that point. But um, well, I know one thing carjack out of the jack dog kids he'd be bringing their ass right back phoenix <laughs> phoenix being there uh-uh you ain't my daddy you ain't my mommy what you doing in that car <laughs> hey folks we're gonna take a quick break go get you something to drink make sure you return to Unsense life with the saunders we'll be right back <laughs> and we're back just like promised <laughs> so um this Kanye West Pete Davidson Kim Kardashian mess just gets messier every week um in good news the judge has allowed um so apparently there is this for lack of a better word i'm assuming um law where if your divorce is lingering on taking the long period of time and i don't know if it's just california but that's where i've seen it pop up a couple of times if your divorce is just dragging on you can ask the judge to declare you single until the other issues or whatever in the divorce are figured out child support custody whatever that may be dividing of assets whatever it is if it's taking a long period of time to get this done you can ask the judge to declare that you're single um so the judge has done that for kim 
Kaye put out a video where he is burrowing um, Pete Davidson alive. And so it's, it's, it's getting crazy. Um, Pete has had to shut down all of his social media because he's, of course, getting all sorts of threats from Kanye fans. Um, so this is just, it's getting ridiculous and out of hand. It is. Cause um, I understand why they, why is y'all sending threats to Pete Davidson? Like, because, he, he, like, Kanye, that's the thing. Like, we've had this conversation before. Like, Kanye has a legion of fans and he knows it. Cause he said it, so I don't need him playing well, I dumb. Know he do, cause like, cause, so nigga made bloopity bloop. Right, that's what. I'm, that's that's my point. He he literally said that he could make music where he said nothing and people would still buy it because that's the loyalty he has from his fans. So that's what I'm saying. I don't need him to now retract those words and play dumb and act like he don't understand the power of his words because just like he want to play dumb and now realize that he's a black man in America. Um, He knows what he's doing and like everybody does, which is why Kim has already come to him and told him like, chill out on the social media stuff because you're going to get someone hurt. Like you, those are the type of fans that you have. Like they, like it's crazy people in the world and you give them somebody to worship and follow. And right now with Kanye West, some crazy stuff is going to pop off. Mm -hmm. And, um, D.L. Hughley even, you know, put his two cents into the ring to say, and I have to agree with him that what Kanye is doing to Kim is harassment. And he said if this was his daughter. Oh, to beat Kanye ass. Basically. This was one of mine's. Cause this is Yeah, my this... ex-son-in-law would have got his ass beat. Because this is harassment. Like, you are harassing her at this point. You had a chance within that marriage because from what we were shown in the public, it was a long time for her being unhappy in this situation, trying to figure this this stuff out for not only herself, but because they have children involved, trying to figure it out for him because she knows that there's some mental illness stuff going on with him this was a long road coming it's not like she woke up on a thursday and said you know what like i know she got a history of doing that it's not like she woke up on a thursday and said you know what i don't want to be married with kanye this was a long road to get here so if you had to put half this effort Hmm. into figuring things out in that moment like can't like, everybody want to come for the Kardashians and say this, that, and the third about them. But the thing is that Kim Kardashian is a woman just like any other woman. And we, like, check out long before we check out. Because we we try to figure, especially when there are kids involved, we're trying to figure out what's best for the kids. We're trying to put their needs in front of ours. It, like, it takes a long time for a woman to walk away. And so you had a plethora of time to figure this out. 
Leave that girl alone going about your business. Now you you got a new girlfriend look just like her. I mean, him burying Pete Davis in his video is just a metaphor of his marriage. He buried his marriage alive with the dumb shit he kept doing. Because Kemp literally said, like, she 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 got a divorce because she wanted him to be happy and find somebody that wanted to travel the world and move to a different state every year because that's what he wanted to do. And she can't afford to do that with children. Like, she ain't Chloe. Like, Chloe will move. Who wants to do that, though? Exactly, exactly. Like, Chloe will move. You know, for her man, I don't think she gonna move yeah, so, every year yeah. for her man. But so, I mean, as a basketball player, though, like ex- that comes with the territory. But my point Kanye is, like, for the most part, with Nigga, the Kardashians moving every month for exactly. You're not in the NBA. You're not in the NFL. You're not getting traded. The fuck? The fuck you going to Wyoming for? Nigga? Who the fuck in Wyoming? You like, and Tyler Perry are the only two black men in Wyoming. Okay, just doing dumb shit, man. Just. And Him and his fucking fake ass Sunday service, man, man, whatever. I'm tired of Kanye ass. He needs to sit his ass down somewhere. So, in other news, uh, Fifty Cent has um, social media laughing with all of the. Uh, him leaving stars means we know he's not leaving stars, but apparently they're in contract negotiations because um, the deal is up that he had with stars. Um, and right now, he's consistently has their top show. So if he ever does become serious about leaving stars, we know that. Um, Somebody will snatch up the power universe, be BMS. Like, there's no but, worries of, about any of that. Happening. But he ain't going nowhere, though. Stars, no. stars going to renew it. 50 just being 50 and just trolling. Like, nigga, you, you ain't going nowhere. Stars ain't about to let you go nowhere. No. Because, you, like I said, you have that top shows. And because I know for sure I'll be the first one to cancel stars if this. <laughs> No power on it. That's that's the only like. There's nothing else on stars that I believe we watch. Um, so they'll they'll keep them around. The memes are funny. They're quite entertaining. Yeah, Um, I seen a meme of him in a cowboy hat talking to two Mexicans. Some of them he he he's trying to shop it to Telemundo. (laughs) You know what's so funny about this though is my husband does this all the time. He be telling me about stuff he's seen on Facebook, like I'm not the one that posted it. <laughs> I just be scrolling shit. Um, so uncensored is back on um, TV One. They did so for real. And um, Keisha Cole, I uncensored is a little well, it's a little different than unsung, but I do like both shows because um, it teaches you something about the artist. Like, I didn't know so, like, I I only know the one song from Soul for Real, but then when they played the other songs, um, it jogged my memory, but nothing's like candy. I feel like unsung gives you a 
complete like I feel like I feel like unsung gives you like a complete like history or breakdown of what the artist went through or is going through where uncensored is like it's pretty much an interview with the artist right that's that's the that's definitely the difference between the two and um so the other episode of uncensored was um keisha cole and i learned something from that episode and one is that tammy roman is one of the directors on the show which i think is um, pretty dope um and for those of you who may or may not know who tammy roman is um she was she started on the real world um most recent generation will know her from basketball wives and now uh to see her working behind the scenes is a wonderful thing and the reason Mm -hmm. that um i saw the tammy was the um working behind the scenes is because the so you know keisha's talking about her life she's talking about you know her mother all of the um her siblings all of the different reality tv show opportunities that she's had in her life um of course she's talking about her you know because she was married to booby um so of course you know she's talking about her marriage her children and things of that nature and she's just coming across real bitter and hurt um and so uh tammy asked well the question was asked to her if she wanted to find love and she gave a very like bitter i've been hurt a million times answer and was just like nah don't nobody need love and so like tammy you know brought it to her attention like your answer sounds like you've been hurt sis and like um the only thing she told her the opposite because like I've heard this before. I've said this before because I definitely like believe in energies and you, you know, you get what you put out and the direct opposite energy for hate is love. And so Keisha was like, well, if that was your experience, that's you. But I really don't think that. And so she was like, uh, so she was like, so I don't want to, uh, love a, and Tammy had to reiterate the question to her, like, I'm I'm asking like I'm not asking you if you feel like you've been loved before. I'm asking you if you would like to be loved. And so Keisha went into how in her experience love is um people taking advantage of you and people hurting you so if that's what love is then i don't want that anymore and that's what love is to me because that's all i've ever experienced like oh okay like um this is uncensored this ain't uh a therapy session like you that wasn't love then if that's what it was that wasn't love right which is the that that's the point that tammy was trying to get her to see like Clearly, in your past, you have not experienced love. 
Um, but what you like to experience, what love really is, and she just could not, she was like, nah, because this is what love is, because this is all I've ever experienced, and it's like, I'm like, just stop, Tammy, because she ain't getting it. I get what you're throwing down, but out she... Of, out of all the people, like, why Keisha cold, though, like... Because, like, who the hell want to hear her? A lot of people. That's the thing. Mm. That's why she keeps getting all these different reality shows and and deals and stuff like that. Because who, like, like, you know, we have some crazy celebrity mamas out there that everybody has grown to love, like Mama D. Um, but who's realer than Frankie was? And so I think, like, no one had, like, everybody thinks that celebrities' families are perfect. And Keisha, well, not everybody, but most people think, because um, I know that everybody's family is, and every, I think Keisha Cole putting her family out there was the first time that people saw a celebrity family that was not perfect a celeb like even though like you know my family not may not be the extreme of hers for the first time a celebrity's family looked closer to what i know than what had been shown before so i think that's what people get from you know keisha cole but like even that aspect of it, she was coming for her family because she was talking about, you know, how people were coming down on her because, you know, she put Frankie on TV with her addiction and kind of like tried to make it seem like Keisha made her addiction worse by doing that and that she never should have given her the opportunity to be on TV. Um, and so, like, Keisha never thought about it like that. Like, she always saw her success, her money as something that would make her family better and never even took the time to consider that it would be something that made it worse. And when it was brought to her attention that this was possible, that's when she, you know, stopped doing the, the show with her family for BET. But then her family struck a deal and they, you know, they did the Frankie and um nephew show and she was talking about yeah since i wasn't in it it only uh it got canceled after the second episode like girl don't nobody want to see you that's what i'm saying like who keep giving her shows like who okay your mama crackhead you know how many people got crackhead mamas and that's what i'm saying like i think that's what like drew people's attention like everybody like there's not a a black family that i've experienced that doesn't have somebody in the family that has some sort of an addiction exactly every family got one that's what i'm saying like but just not even just her family just like her like who wants to hear about you yo like if you ain't singing, haven't sent, I don't, I don't want to hear nothing from you. That's, that's your jam. That's yeah, your that's my jam. <laughs> if you ain't singing that, shit, keep it moving. That's, that's your, your ghost. That's your one and only Keisha Cole. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, everybody has one, I guess. I don't know. Oh. Um, yeah. Hold on. So, that's 
like I said, the the exciting part of the episode for me was to see that Tammy was doing some behind the scenes work. I gotta pick it up. She's quite entertaining today, isn't she? <laughs> like <laughs> so um everybody's talking about you know doing reboots and things of that nature and uh apparently HBO Max has picked up the nanny so Nick oh Cannon my God. no I, I, see look, look. See, y'all ready? So, Nick Cannon had a friend dresser on the show just to talk to her about how um, HBO Max picking up the reruns of The Nanny has given her a new generation of fans. And so, apparently, on social media, Instagram and stuff, she has been um, putting on, like, some outfits and stuff that she would have worn as the nanny and a, uh, a lot of people are comparing her style to well uh cardi b and apparently cardi b used to be a fan of the nanny and so it was brought up that if they decided to do a reboot of the nanny that cardi b should play the nanny. Oh, okay. Now I'm I'm for that. Yeah. I'll... Okay. Now that you put it like that, I'm for that. I don't want to quite see front. We seen you already. I right, cool. Cause I used to watch the nanny, mm-hmm. and it was like, all right, you had your turn. We seen you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Even though she looked like she's still the same fucking age. Yeah. But uh, Cardi as nanny, I think I'm here I for would, that. Yeah, one. I would tune in because she you know what I'm saying. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Fran. Um, dresser made the point that Cardi, like everybody thinks that like Cardi is um, I'm not going to say everybody, but you know, some people assume that Cardi is uneducated that she just like, she's ignorant but like and that's what Fran was saying that Cardi like she's very aware of what she's doing and what she's saying and the way that it comes across like it's intentional like she like she's joking like she's not and some people are just taking it super serious so that's why Fran think because she was like you know Cardi has good comedic timing because she is aware of what gets the laughs and what doesn't and then she was like and she was like and her voice is funny so you know, the nanny has given her seal of approval. I'm here for it. I need somebody to just go ahead and uh write it out. Cause she was she was saying that you know if Cardi decided that she wanted to pursue acting, which um she has done a movie, so it's not like it's something that like is she was in um the hustler with the uh, J Lo. Oh, I see that. It's, pretty decent movie um, a show on uh, facebook too though yes so it's so that's why i'm saying it's not out the realm of possibilities um you know for her to go into that lane 
I think she should. Yeah. That'd be funny as yeah. hell. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm signing up for it. Because, you know, uh, Fran, you know, because I even told you this, like, because Nick was asking her why he thought, you know, all these people were tuning in to watch the nanny again. And she was like, because the people that watched it before are not parents. So now they can see, you know, some of the jokes that went over their head as kids. And, you know, it's the same thing with... Like we do at the Cosby Show. Exactly. Cause... That shit is, like, super hilarious <laughs> right now. That shit is super hilarious. I'm watching it now as an adult with kids is a whole different experience. So that Cosby Show is funny to me. Yeah. That shit funny as hell. So it's different. And that's the thing. Like, when a reboot is done well, it, you know, it, it takes on a whole new life, not only for the newer generation, but for, you know, those that used to watch it before. The thing I think they get, like, it's so many people that go into these, watching these reboots that expect the same exact vibe and the Me? same exact feeling that you had before. That's why I watched ballet at first. Because I knew I was going to go into it comparing it to the Fresh Prince. But you don't do that always. Because like when it came to the coming to America, that's why a lot of people didn't like it. Because they wanted... like It's not going to be the same thing. It, well, it has to take on a new life just like well, they no, did. No, 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 no. Well, no, no, but no, that's different though, because Coming to America was supposed to be a sequel. That was Coming to America too. It wasn't a reboot. But people had that mindset that it was going to. Yeah, uh, they, the people that didn't like they was it, they were retarded. Wanted, yeah. Um, you got to know the difference between a reboot and a sequel. Coming to America two was a sequel, not a reboot. Like Bel Air was a reboot. So. I don't know. People just slow as shit. Yeah, but you know they they can be done well, like you mentioned, Bel Air. Um, y'all can keep y'all Carlton. Um, but... That Carlton works my damn nerves. I can't stand <laughs> that nigga, yo. And like just, I get it that like, you know that's kind of how our like our Carlton did start out very coming for Will's neck and it developed into Yeah, but he else, ain't even funny though, yo. Like Carlton supposed to be funny. This ain't nothing for like Carlton got the whole dance and the way he dressed like this Carlton just whack as hell. Like nigga, where you come from? <laughs> like where you come from? <laughs> like the Hillary is cool. I like the Hillary. Yeah. The Ashley she don't I mean she she kind of boring but I mean but the Carlton, like, nigga, who, who the fuck is you? Like, why is you here, yo? Like, y'all could have did this shit without him. Like, if y'all couldn't get a better Carlton, I would have just kept him out. Carlton died in a car crash or some shit. Oh, my goodness. Because, man, that nigga, he just, I was just, oh, my God. Like, he kind of reminded me of, like, Tariq. Like, I wanted a real-life punch Tariq in his face for a while. But that's and that's thing. how I kind of like, feel about this Carlton. Like now, if I see him, I'd probably kick him in his throat. But that's 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 the thing. Like I said, our our Carlton started off at Will's neck, and it developed into everything that you said. Like funny, 
um, he had to dance. And the same thing with Tariq. Like, we've been wanting to fight Tariq since, you know, he was Ice Cube's son in, you know, barbershop. Like, he's always needed his butt whooped. But now it's like almost like we kind of rooting for him. I I rooting for him. Well, I'm not fully, but it's it's not that same because you know I'm still mad that he killed Ghost. Okay, and like I, I still need him to answer for that. But at the same time, it's not the the anger's not as intense as it was. Like. I don't know, seeing Tariq in a different light. Like, maybe not in his cheering section as of yet, but it's just like the wanting to go for his throat ain't as intense. I'll tell you this, I ain't never going to be in Carlton's corner. That nigga, he, I can't stand that nigga, man. But it's a good reboot is the point. Like, it, it can be done well. Could have left Carlton out. Like, dude, that was coming to kill Will. Like, he could have made him, he could have shot at Will. Carlton took the bullet. <laughs> like, Will did for Carlton in that one episode of Fresh Prince. And he could have just died. I would have been cool. Cause this nigga is lame, yo. He just terrible. So, Ty thinks from the most recent episode that Uncle Phil is going to turn out to be Will's dad because she asked me if you know in ours if you know he he was Will's dad and so nah Lou truck driving Lou was Will's dad right and that and that like that is the best like Will Smith said that like he because of James Avery he brought him to a place as an actor where those were real tears that he shed and like that was the you know the as far as acting goes that was the best scene that will smith did as the first prince of bel-air so just thinking of that i don't want <laughs> the plot twist in this one to be that his uncle phil is his dad but at the same time that could bring out a very dramatic moment as well if you he were to find that out no i don't think so because i guess so because everybody's trying to figure out why um viv and vi don't speak True. and i'm kind of disappointed that it's just viv and vi because some of my favorite Fresh Prince episodes were when, yeah, were with all the sisters. So, like, I can, you know, it's a little disappointing, but it's not nothing to cry about. Yeah. So. That's all we got for you this week. That's all we got for y'all this week, folks. I'm sorry, folks. We just, it's been a busy week. Uh, some things that worked and changed for me. Of course, my wife is still being overworked. Uh, so we just, we just tired, y'all. Like the rest of y'all are. <laughs> we just tired, man. 
Like, that's real. You know, just real life, man. We just tired. And then, you know, shit don't stop these kids, they activity. So, I mean, but we making it through just like y'all. Trying to, you know, like give y'all some. In the gap. I mean. Give y'all some. <laughs> trying to give y'all some content to make it through y'all work day. Feel me? Something to listen to while you, you, you at the computer or whatever or behind the wheel. So, uh, yeah, just hit us up on Facebook, man, if it's topics y'all want us to talk about y'all want us to you know put more emphasis on or do a whole show on just just hit us let me know we always down for suggestions you know we want to intake on certain topics or subjects but uh yeah until next time stay uncensored stay safe stay dangerous we out stay dangerous.